Hey friends, welcome back to BIM Voice. Today, I have another chat with my friend Hokon Reiswang, who wants to tell me more about suffering in our industry, I guess, or not. We shall find out. Hi, Hokon. Hello, Petru. What is this going to be about? Like I told you in the last podcast, we have to do a podcast about suffering. Yes, I'm very keen to find out more what you mean by that. Of course you are. Uh, I'm talking specifically about the back and neck suffering because we're walking around with this phone and just, just clicking on the phone and we get <laughs> a lot of back aches. And it's also psychologically very unhealthy, I hear. I think maybe Mark Zuckerberg destroyed the children. It's, it's just a fact of life. <laughs> so, Petr, I want you to envision a future where you're wearing uh, those glasses. But just uh, look at the thing on your desktop or whatever. Just look at one thing. What are you looking at? I'm looking at Navisworks. At Navisworks? Maybe look at something that's not a computer. I know you engineers always. Oh, want... on my desktop. Okay, I see this, the box for my AirPods. Yes, but you don't have all the information about the AirPods or all the information you could potentially have access to uh, of the AirPods. Think if you had like a super information model of those uh, AirPods and you can, maybe you just communicate with your personal AI and you can ask it questions about the AirPods because you, let's just assume that you're wearing AR glasses, that your glasses, they are uh, way more expensive than the glasses you're wearing now because mm -hmm. they are very high-tech technology. Oh, of course, they will be very, very cheap because the exponential growth of technology. It's going to be a short period, but they will be very cheap. So you can just look at anything and uh, you can get the information about it. So let's say you're a class of sixth graders in a school and you go to visit some uh, historical place or a museum and they are wearing their glasses and they can just look at things and maybe interact with them. And maybe in, for every painting, there is like this presenter coming up and telling the kids about the painting, for example. I, I don't know, I'm stupid. I don't know what, uh, what went on in school. But just think of a future where you have information models of absolutely everything. And you can just look and learn a lot more about everything because you will have so much information. So for example, let's say you look at a building and you click on it and you get all the information, tourist information, for example, about the building. I think that we can just upgrade the world of, with information about everything. And that is where we're heading. Because um, I have to tell you a secret, Petra. Go ahead. Yeah, we're making the city into a computer. We're computerifying the city. We're taking the city and then we're not having computers in the city. We're turning the city into one computer. It's different, you understand? I'm trying to picture that into my brain. Yes. But it makes sense. We're getting uh, more and more smart buildings. And uh, yeah, we can get, if you place enough sensors around and you can feed and take that information from there, you can use it and connect it together and yeah, maybe shape a computer, as you say. But I don't really understand exactly. Can you give me more details? Yeah, you know, last time we talked a lot about uh, semantic web and uh, solids. That's sort of the digital infrastructure. That's the way I think about it. Like it's a digital infrastructure that just gives you GDPR full access over your data, semantic AI capabilities, all of that good stuff. All, all your data in one place, not everywhere, just fantastic stuff. But let's talk about the physical infrastructure, how we build this computer, 
Let's say we have four components. We have uh, speed, speed of transfer of information. That's 5G. Spoke a little bit about tele last time. We're in this project with our company Onsite Viewer that can sort of visualize a building exactly where it stands photorealistically. But I will explain to you how, how that's possible because um, you need very fast speed. So 5G, that's basically more masts, uh, more antennas, the antennas can aim and uh, a broader spectrum on the electromagnetic spectrum that uh, made, made any sense, but that's 5G. So, uh, so that's the speed, but you also need uh, to calculate a bunch. They're very good at math, those computers we have, incredible math machines. And for example, the reason we've been talking about AI, the pattern recognition, that is because deep learning got scalable because of hardware, because of graphics cards, because of GPU accelerated computing, like, uh, Jensen Huang likes to say, but that's calculation power. So if you could sort of take the 5G masts and put an edge computer, that's edge computing. So if you can make those things work together, you can sort of uh, look at something, send a super fast signal. The signal makes the computer calculate something that is not possible <laughs> within AR glasses. If unless you want to walk around with the, uh, with everyone walking around with Microsoft HoloLenses. That's cool. <laughs> no, glasses like you have, because you have to do the compute on, uh, on a computer. So it sends the signal, it calculates a super high definition model, and you can, you can see it where it stands. So you can sort of upgrade your reality with anything from dancing elephants to the information I was talking about earlier. But that is because you can, uh, you have this combination of compute and uh, very fast signaling. You know, the, I think of the capitalism as, or the industry, or, you know, productivity increase. That is just, it's information from A to B. And if you can do that with the best technologies on the physical side and on the digital side, like we talked about last time, you can effectivize the industry so much. So, um, and make it very cool for, people to take in information because sometimes I'm very pessimistic about the future because I watched all the Black Mirror's episodes uh, very many times. But the one thing that makes me very optimistic is learning because AR, the thing we're talking about now, also VR, you can learn things in whole different ways. Think about all the math and physics and chemistry, uh, learning that in VR, visualizing it and uh, you can, you can learn things way more effectively. You can learn history through storytelling. I'm very optimistic about this uh, compute power Gutenberg revolution. You see it starting with uh, podcasts and uh, YouTube videos. I watch a lot of YouTube. It's, it's the best school ever. <laughs> so um, you can learn so much from there. Yes. Not it's a lot social. of information as not well. Not very but... social, but the information, but the quality of the lectures and videos is it's it's a hundred times better than in school. At least a hundred times. Yes, because it's competition on everything. It's the best videos that makes it to the top. So it's mm -hmm. it's genius. Google is not only evil. Yes. It's complicated. <laughs> But, yeah, well, uh, they, they want to make money out of this, but uh, that doesn't mean that they don't want to have very good products. So, yeah, yeah. but of course, uh, let's 
Of course, of course, of course, of course. Now I got the of courses out of my mouth. I noticed something about the last podcast. Uh, but, uh, but now we've talked about sort of the, the speed, uh, the calculation, and you also need storage. We have that, that's cloud computing. So uh, the last thing we need is sort of a layer of reality. So we can use point clouds or photogrammetry to sort of uh, put a layer on top of reality. So you can uh, place augmented things in accordance with the geological position. My partner has actually uh, been in the standard group that has written the suggestion for uh, for the geo position for how we're going to um, to orient ourselves. GIS? Are you talking about GIS? Yes, that's the Open Geospatial Consortium uh, group working standard group. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's very cool. So you have. Uh, so you have all you need, you have storage, you have speed, you have calculation, you have positioning, and then you have a computer. So this makes it possible. Maybe we'll we'll get there slowly over 10 years, I think. 5G's uh, before the edge computes part. I know the people working on the standard between the communication between the edge computer and the 5G mast uh, now. But uh, we have our own suggestion because that's what we're using when we're visualizing these government buildings that I was talking about. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's going to be great because you're going to see how it will look before you build it. And you, you can't do that with like a 3D model on a computer or a over-dramatized shot from an angle no one will ever experience ever with trees all over the buildings that just simply can't be built. So it, it will eliminate cheating from the, a lot of cheating from the architect world. So uh, yeah, we have this great example of the Monk Museum here in Norway. It was going to look very lightly green, but it looks more like, uh, you know, the Lord of the Rings, Baradur. <laughs> <laughs> just misses the eye on, on top. <laughs> Someone is going to get angry. I own the kid. I own the kid. <laughs> oh my God. But think about it. When you walk around these glasses and you look at the Munch Museum and you get the information, this was supposed to be greener. We meant to make it greener. We're sorry. But the point is that you are going to be able to learn a lot more about the world you're living in. And that is uh, one of our evolutionary drives. So that's mm -hmm. good. So I'm, I'm, I'm very optimistic about it, but it could go horribly wrong, Petru, because I have to tell you something about uh, how you position yourself with, uh, within these point clouds or photogrammetry models. You're doing it with your camera. You're orienting yourself via the camera. So let's say if you're Facebook and you want to do the, you know, the Batman uh, Dark Knight Rises scenario where Batman places these sonars all over the city. So he has all the information and then Morgan Freeman comes in and earns himself another freckle by saying no one should have this much power. And Batman rises to top three on IMDb. <laughs> It's it, because it's a really good point. No one should have that much power. And Mark Zuckerberg has a lot of power with all the clicking information. But of course, he would like to, to have all the camera data from everyone in the world. That would be great. Right, Mark? Right, Google? That would be incredible if we had all of that. Oh, my God. So, so of course, they've invested billions of dollars in making all of these point clouds. But my CEO friend in on-site viewer, Jan-Erik Vinje. He's like Morgan Freeman. Yeah, no one should have that much power. 
So he has, in collaboration with OGC, started OpenAR Cloud, which is a fantastic organization that, that makes sure that no one owns the future of the internet. Because like we have this 2D internet now and we're going into this 3D internet. It would be very stupid if one organization owned that. So that is why OpenAR Cloud is talking to Solid when they're building their open spatial computing platform. And they're writing the standard for the geo-positioning uh, in accordance with that. And they also need a reality modeling language. And that is where it connects to the semantic web stuff, the things I talked about last time. So uh, now we've built the computer out of the city. H has it been understandable, Petra? Yes, I am there. I'm following. Great. I usually confuse the hell out of people. Yes, well, it's not very simple and straightforward, but I got an idea at least. I yeah. cannot say I can go and explain this to somebody else right away, but I got the gist of it. So let's say you're walking down the street with your Facebook glasses. So Facebook has just captured all of this mm -hmm. because we didn't pay attention. But you're going down and you're getting all of these stupid commercials. Of course, we can regulate that and it will probably be a lot better in Norway than in uh, than in uh, the States. We're actually standing up to Mark Zuckerberg and he's saying, um, I might turn off uh, Instagram and Facebook in Europe. <laughs> he's, he's such a robot. So you don't want all of these commercials just thrown in your face. You want to sort of, let's say I'm in a city in another country and I like to fly fish. And I would actually like the information uh, if there is a, is a fishing uh, boutique uh, anywhere. So uh, let's say I have an AI that just says, Hokum, uh, look, there is fishing, fishing stuff over there. Aren't you interested in that? That will be a pleasant thing. So, so let's say you just give your AI your own preferences and that's solid will be so great for doing that. So that's basically the two things I, I care a lot about that solid and open AR cloud uh, really, uh, really accelerates and becomes a challenger to the, to the big tech uh, companies. So we can um, have our information freedom in the future. So because we're information seeking creatures. Mm -hmm. We want our own information. We want to decide for ourselves. We don't want Mark Zuckerberg to tell us. Mm -hmm. We might want Elon Musk to tell us because he seems to be right about everything. We need to pay closer attention to AI. That's why I have the, the philosophy podcast because the values is very important because the point there is, it's not obvious what the values are. Conservatives and liberals are different. So if let's say the, op the super open liberals in Silicon Valley decides, it's not going to be a pleasant world for the conservatives. So you need to actually talk about where the values come from. And it's, uh, we're biological creatures and uh, Carl Jung has made a great phenomenological framework for it with his collective unconscious and the shadow and the archetypes. And um, I really like that stuff, but you can also use uh, big five to understand how people are different. So um, it's important to know about that stuff. That's why I uh, love what Jordan Peterson is doing. How many people hasn't he inspired to? That's a good man. You know, I just want to draw a conclusion from this. And mainly, what was this suffering all about? Is the suffering of the state we are finding ourselves in? 
and looking forward towards a much brighter future powered by all the tools you mentioned yes and um, I'm, I'm not sure what your question is so we started the talk with uh, we are going to talk about suffering right so i want to understand how that fits in this context in the context of everything else you touched during our conversation yes i was meaning to have a very serious discussion about suffering we're on the bim podcast petro i can't go into deep uh, philosophy stuff so i'm sort of kidding but one type of suffering is back suffering and we're going to integrate the technology into us so we can be we don't have to be like people not having uh, it living in the real world or people living in basements with a lot of it we can sort of integrate it into the real world but we have a challenger we have vr some people are going to want to live in vr all the time i don't like that uh, very much so i'm uh, very into this integrating technology into ourselves Elon Musk has some ideas there as well with his Neuralink. But if we had glasses, I think the phone is making us uh, not the best, the best people, maybe. Mm -hmm. I think that when the conservatives are very afraid of technology coming, I don't think they realize that uh, better technology means more intuitive technology. You're not going to have to sit on a bunch of computers and uh, keyboards and stuff. You're just going to talk to an AI. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and they're going to do the stuff for you. So I think the best outcome is that everyone capitalizes on this tremendous opportunity that learning is actually becoming fun. And the more competent you are, the better choices you make. That sort of the more information you have about reality, the better you're going to do. Likeliness yes. is better. That's why information, you get information when you have more information. That's what we're doing when we're having this conversation. Mm -hmm. We're we're just like, uh, <laughs> let's think that if life wasn't suffering from bacteria, we were bacteria three and a half billion years ago. So let's say that life wasn't suffering for them. What would be the motivation to get better? What would be the motivation to evolve? When we're talking about suffering, we're not talking about suffering. We're talking about everything from light boredom to absolutely horror terror. It's a spectrum. So mm -hmm. when you're a little bit bored, you want to do something. It's sort of reality incentivizing you to do stuff. And when it's horrible, it's reality telling you, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So you are saying that AR glasses, like these, my glasses, are going to be AR in the near future. This is what I should expect from the future. Yes. Not so far think, future. Think about Tony Stark with mm -hmm. the glasses he had. It's uh, something like that, I think. I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope we're going to do it the right way, not the wrong way. Yes, 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 yes. That's, that's, that's very important indeed. Yeah, so people should check out Solid and OpenAir Cloud. It's the solution to the back suffering for everyone. Has. Interesting. Maybe next time we can go deeper into AR Cloud and find out more about the organization, products, roadmap, ambitions, and everything else. Would that be something you think we could touch in the next conversation? Maybe. Do you think people would like to know about all the standardization uh, stuff? Don't they want to talk about more fun stuff? Like uh, what's yes. going to happen with the technologies and what all the cool stuff we can make and placing the models on site. And I think next time we maybe should talk about how construction is going to be to be done in the future, where it's heading, where the with the robots and uh, sustainability part of it it's a it's a sustainability strategy here in norway to industrialize construction so um 
maybe we can talk a little bit about that the industrialization of uh, of the real estate industry, the construction real so of course i could not agree more we have a deal then but the thing you said it's very important so people should definitely go to openarcloud.org i think and uh, check that out because uh, that is very good for all the people it's not good if mark zuckerberg no 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 <laughs> <laughs> cool well been a fun podcast good to see you petru thank you for joining me it was very nice to talk to you again and i'll see you again on the next one skull skull <laughs>